I'm just thinking about the feeling of worry, you know, worrying is one of the uh, dominating torture uh, that the enemy may prevail to us, God's children, when he finds that God is put a edge of fire around us and uh, he cannot get close to us in any other way to discredit our testimony. He drives these thoughts of worries and concerns and they became uh, an internal torture, internal nightmare, which is not supposed to be like that. Why would you worry? Uh, and it makes us to worry about something that we can do nothing about. Because anything you worry about and it tortures you, it means you don't have a, an answer for it. You don't have a, a breakthrough for it. You don't have a revelation for it. And the Bible says, wait upon the Lord. Because as long as you worry, you're just tormenting yourself. Worry is a, is a breakaway to experience hell. Because hell it's most dominated by the spirit of worrying. It is a nightmare spirit where you are trapped in the vacuum of hopelessness and anguish. Now, worry is so dangerous that it kills all faith, kills all joy, kills all hope, kills all happiness, kills all love. It just stoop you low and take you to despair now just to have this short exhortation to believers how they should be careful about this worrying because worrying takes you to a frequency where a certain turbulence of spirits in the atmosphere uh, open a gate to the spirit of insanity and in that moment that you worry, you are open to insanity. And once you're open to insanity, insanity just becomes a big gate for a lot of spirits. An insane person has a lot of spirits in them. That's why, because it starts by that gate of worry. You start to be frustrated, depressed, anxious, and all those spirits, they get into that frequency that will channel the foreign spirits that will come to disturb you, keep you tormented consciously. If you have ever seen a mad person or an insane person in the street, or if you have ever seen somebody who goes to psycho psychometric uh, ward in the hospital and is get to be diagnosed, uh, you, you, you see the worry spirit, anxious spirit, those demons. If you're going to worry, my advice with you is that why should you be concerned about something that you don't have the answer for it now? And, and one thing worry done does to you, it cheats you off the moment. It takes your moment. It steals your calm spirit and takes it to those frequencies there 
that are foreign in the atmosphere there so you are almost uh cheated off your moment with god and your peace that's what i hate about worry the bible say when you read uh, when you read i think it's matthew 6 25 therefore i tell you do not worry about life what you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes now jesus is telling us here that there is one thing we should worry about that's life and life is always here the fact that you are alive you have life you're conscious that's the only thing we should worry about we should have gratitude and be thankful of life because life worry makes you forget that you have life you are not dead you have got access to god and there's many things that in life you can appreciate other than being worried and now life is in the moment if you can be quiet in the time which is sitting in your lounge sitting in your office sitting in your car driving sitting there by the park just sitting and quiet your spirit and appreciate life thank jesus for life thank god for the opportunity to be sane and sober and for the opportunity to know him as your father to know jesus as your savior to have the holy spirit as your comforter to have access to these things you know that's what deliverance starts is to appreciate life to thank god that you you are here you, you have this minute now you are in control of this minute and to show that we're in control of this moment now is just to say thank you jesus just say thank you god and once you say thank you god the holy spirit will reveal to you many things that god has done for you that you sh you you should be spending your time being grateful for and every time you start to be grateful your spirit get calm you start to get sober you start to sense the atmosphere of peace and you start to see that other than spending this moment being in torment spending this moment being frustrated of the things that they are not being in anguish of the things that are not visible you can be grateful and and really be thankful of the things that they are my brother or sister there are things that they are in your life the moment you're sitting there it is you have got breath in your nostrils you've got blood in your veins and you can thank god for that you still are sober you can pray and say sensible things to god and the holy spirit can come down unto you and minister to you be thankful for life because life is more than food 
and the body is more than the clothes. You can just steal away to Jesus and, and escape the torments and the troubles of this life. Many people even backslide and, and, and trying to fix the world. The world is a place of hatred and hell and fights and wars. It's a, it's a, it's a place of frustrations. There's never good news in the world. There's always a, a currency losing value. There's always a, a something else. People, jobs being scarce in the world. There's always something, politics, of failing people. You cannot dwell on the world news. You cannot dwell on the world mentality. There's what God has and what the hell and the world has. And the world has no life. The world is perishing. The world is full of all these apocalyptic prophecies of the Bible where the distress of times is going to come to people. And the days of Noah and all, everything the Bible says. And there's no good news in there. It's always distractions. But the moment, if you can say Jesus in this time, I need you. I'm so thankful you're with me. I only have, like you read in Luke chapter 10, verse 41, when Jesus said, Martha, Martha, the Lord replied, you are worried about and upset about many things. Martha was upset about many things. And Jesus was there, which they longed to be there. And it's finally there. Mary took that opportunity just to spend time, embrace that atmosphere that was there, that the Lord was there. And maybe you are Martha today. You are somebody who's troubled about many things, concerned about many things. Let me tell you, my brother and sister, you can never heal this world. You can never solve the issues and the social injustices and, 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 and the corruption that's out there. You can never bring about solution to this world. It's evil at its core, and it's meant to be like that. And the devil travels to and fro, looking about whom he may devour, and he's traveling to and fro, trying to harass the people through his demons, trying to kill the faith of believers, trying to cause unbelievers to hate God. He's using these material or uh, meaningful things of this life that if they don't make sense, then faith all goes out the window. I'm here to, to encourage you that you should look up yonder and, and come up here and look the beautiful side of God. There's so great things God has done and God has been so good. If you can spend in the moment and consider that to all, everything the devil has done and just give yourself to look at what God has done and how God has been good. My brother or sister on this world and the only escape from this world is your fate to God. No matter how many things you don't understand, it won't save you to understand, but to try and give God your moment and your heart, that might take you somewhere. And then you find that in Luke chapter 12, verse 11, the Bible says, when you are brought before the synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you defend yourself or what you say. The Holy Spirit will be there. Just know that the Holy Spirit is there with you right now. He's there with you once we give you a song, once we give you a melody, once we give you some revelation, and it can come in. 
because you're troubled. The Holy Spirit will give you peace. What I give you breakthrough and blessings and prosperities. And it can come because you're worried and troubled. And you have no solution. The Bible says no one can add one cubit to his stature by being just troubled. You don't have to be troubled. The world as it is has no solution. If you can be a person that can capture this grace uh, to be at peace, uh, even all things look by the side of the flesh, uh, they look uh, havoc, you will embrace faith. Because the demons and the devil and the evil spirits and the devils, they will be amazed what kind of a person is this. Who can become while the waves in the sea are in roar. I bless you this day and night and I pray for you that we will come out of worries. You will never change this world. You are not the first one to come across those problems. The devil can make you feel like yours has been too much, but I'm telling you that a lot of people that go through a lot of things and they don't make noise about them. And please, just come down and look at Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Once you look at him, you'll embrace this just the one and you will come across with something else. You never come to Jesus and come back empty-handed. If you come prostrate in the throne of grace, it's either come back with a revelation, or you come back with joy, or you come back with power. There's always something that you come to the knees and you come to Jesus to come back with. And I like to dedicate this moment in your life that you go to Jesus. You will never... If you start to concentrate on these worries, you'll end up in a psychopathic ward and eating pills of insanity and attending weekly sessions in psychologists and people who pose themselves that have a solution while they themselves are frustrated. Only Jesus is the answer. He's ready to give you a song. If you suffer insanity and suffer uh, all these things, sleepless nights, look at the bright side of life. There's something God has done for you. There's something God has done for your family. What has God done for you today? What has God done for you this moment? There's something you can take away and you can be something else. I bless you because I command a blessing of your life. I command miracles of your life. I command that you be sober towards the faith that is in your life. I bless you. Because I know that only worries brings more worries. Once you start to be joyous and grateful and thankful, it reveals more of God's abundance, goodness that you don't see. It's all about what you see. It's all about what your eyes open to. And God may bless you. I pray for you right now. Let God peace put peace on your life. May God sober you. May God honor his word around, amongst you and his name. And he's going to give you what you're praying for. May you receive it. And the peace of God may it usher you to greatness. Now I bless you. And I really direct you to higher levels of faith. By my small faith, I bless you. You are blessed among people. In the name of Jesus, believe it. And raise up with a song and raise up with thanksgiving. And thank God for your good and stop to be worries. 
Worries are for the pigs that have to drown in the sea. Worries are for the legion men in the caves, not for you. Be delivered, be freed, prosper, and receive more of God's abundance, and receive of God's, more God's grace in the name of Jesus. Because worry is a road to petition, but joy is a road to life. Start by thankful, thankfulness and gratitude to God. God has got more for you. The world is for you. You'll travel the whole world and testify of God and, and receive blessings because God has got one thing to do for you, to bless you. He's got no condemnation for you. He's got no judgment for you. He's got only blessings. Embrace them. Thank him for him. Testify of him. And maybe feel of him and taste it right now as anointing ministers to you. Hallelujah.